Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. One of his DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hopefully this what it should be. This is your boy N-A-O-N-A-A. What up, it's DJ EFN. And this is Drink Chest, motherfucking military crazy raw, motherfucking some shit. I don't even know what it is, but we out here. Mason! Right now, when it comes to legends, oh. when it comes to people that are kings <laughs> in our community, if you put these guys together, you might get Rihanna. If you get one of the DJs, the DJ is one of the first DJ to break Rihanna, not only a part of discovering them, and one of the first people, not in Miami, I ever heard Rick Ross before in my life was on Hot 97. This man played this. This man has headphones, he got speakers, he got wallets, he got glasses. He got oxygen. He got oxy from oxygen. Yes, sir. He gives you ambition. He makes hustlers happy. He makes street niggas happy. When 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 street niggas see him win, they feel like they win it. If if you had to get iced out in your mouth, you had to go see him. Yes, sir. When we talk about media rappers being media, mm. this guy had what they considered the hip hop bible. <laughs> this guy belongs on everybody's Mount Rushmore. Mm. Can not only out rap you. Will get your girl on her drawers as well. I know, I know the brother's very humble, but I'm gonna awesome. say this. I'm gonna say this. When we talk about the best rappers alive mm. right now, this man is at this table. I knew him for 20. I'm on his first album. That's right. You know, now, now, when it comes to journalists, these two brothers right here are the forefront of it. One brother is a goat. The other brother's on his way to be a goat. One brother has been in every magazine from Ego Trip to Vibe to XXL to The Source. The other brother has just landed a multi monkey foot job at MTV. And he's pushing the culture. We've been on Cash Money Records, Young Money Records, and No Limit Records. Hey. God damn it. The one and only great motherfucking Jack. Like the first is like 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 R and B gangster singer. Like it was that. What was going on? <laughs> He's a new child. Oh, I wasn't ready. He's a new child. I wasn't ready. What is that? Is that you? Sell, is that your product too? You sell those too? Oh no, not yet. I'm talking about cipher. Motherfucking sound. They call it now. Official. Motherfucking Lamar Odom. Make some noise. Lamar 
Let's make some noise for Tory motherfucker. I'm talking about Benzino. Make some noise! Big Dad and Elliot motherfucker. See, we don't know if you know currency, but our show is about bigging up our legends. So many people, when you get 10 years in this game, they want to tell you that you're washed up. They want to tell you, but not over here. We want to tell you, you have 10 years or more that you're seasoned, that we understand who you are, and we're going to big you up. Because in every other culture, in every other culture, they motherfucking praise you when you get old. And ours is the only culture that when we get older, it's not even a word called washed up in fucking rock and roll. They don't even have that word. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to celebrate you tonight, goddammit. Hey, when you leave here, so I look. Listen, stretch, no, stretch. Let me tell you something. We celebrate. Hold on, we celebrate <laughs> niggas' careers here. You are not only my friend, my but you're a motherfucking man. legend. My G, you man. You been here. You stood the test of times. You stood by, <laughs> and you stood there through the the, the good, the bad, the yeah, worst. Of course. Man, you are the definition of a loyal nigga. Yeah. And I respect that. <laughs> I'm gonna that. tell you a story, Salud, man. I'm gonna Salud. tell you a story, man. Yeah. Ah, that's a shot. That's Migano's right there. Oh my God. But once here. again, we like to celebrate our people's careers. There's so many people in this life that every time you got 10 years or more in this game, they want to say you washed up. They want to say it's over for you. They want to say you're done. But here at Drink Test, we celebrate your life. We celebrate your career. We celebrate your accolades. We celebrate what you do. We celebrate you being six, seven niggas in one movie. And this is what we're going to do, goddammit. We celebrate you. We celebrate you by, by pickling your liver. <laughs> <laughs> and killing you, making you OD, cause Don't we celebrate you, my nigga. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh. That is terrible. It ain't so bad. Oh! I want you to, that's why we set up this formats, because we want to give people their flowers while they're here. We want to let people to know that we appreciate it. Like, I really look at hip-hop like superheroes. Like, I can really live off of hip-hop. Like, mm -hmm. for real. Like, for real. Like, I, I'm one of those guys. Like, yeah. I, I've really probably never listened to a whole other genre of album. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm that insane. But I want y'all to know that, that I, as long as I'm alive, we're going to keep hip-hop the fuck alive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the But he's held down a, uh, a whole label. Then had a whole career. I feel like he's like the hip hop Michael Jackson. Stop mm. it. Like I mean, no, I'm like, I'm not, in the most respectful way. Like you know, yeah. Michael had three different careers. Like a child star, yeah. then a middle star, yeah. and then a, a grown man star. I feel like this is hip hop. So that makes a lot him. of motherfuckers. In sense. case you don't know who the fuck I'm talking. By the way, went platinum in a week twice Whew. on niggas. Like yeah. the first time, first thing I know that went platinum in a week. <laughs> Holy moly, guacamole! <laughs> and represents for hip-hop. In case you hold on, because I got so much accolades, I'm gonna keep telling them. This is one of the most genuine people I ever met. If Wayne tell you he gonna do something, he's gonna do it. Mm. And he's always had. And I just wanna big him up to his face. Make some goddamn motherfucking noise. <laughs>
There's no air. There's no windows. Listen, first off, we want to thank you for when you went on the show and they talked about the show. You said, drink champs. You addressed us as drink champs. I appreciate that. But let's move on. It was some white people shit, too. It was some white people shit. I thought he was going to avoid us. I thought he was going to say. He could have easily did. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to say my homeboy show. I'm getting a little high right now. But no one's even smoking yet. It's not smoking yet. No, it's not. Don't worry. He's certified on mouth to mouth of resuscitation. You know, CPR in the house. CPR. Come on, man. That whole corner right there. They're all certified. They're all certified. They smell like patales and bacala. person who follows your career from the beginning and okay. let's take it from the Olympics. Olympics is the time that I feel like it, it created the monster that you are because mm-hmm. I feel like you you whipped the guy in the Olympics. Yes. You, you tore him down and then they gave him the decision. That was your only like time, correct? Well we know we only drink drink champs so uh-huh. I must have a drink first. Okay, okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. you know as far as the Olympics mm-hmm. um I felt like it was a learning experience mm-hmm. for me. You know, small learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, at that particular time in 96, I was very, very upset. Wow. Upset. Wow. Um, I cried about it. Wow. You know, by myself. How, how wow. old are you at that time, right? At 19. Like, you know, wow. I, cried yeah. about, I, yeah. cried, I cried about it by myself because my dad was in prison and that's the one that taught me everything. So wow. I cried about it, you know, it was nothing. I yeah. felt like it was a, a learning experience. The the the, the, the uh, origin of the source. So like the, the beginning, the genesis. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Um so everybody knows that the source started um in Boston. Mm-hmm. Dave Mays uh-huh. went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. I met Dave. I was in a group called the Almighty Harvest, so mm-hmm. doing my street thing. You didn't go to Harvard though. Just be clear. I, I lived around the corner from Harvard Street. All right, so that's Harvard yeah. adjacent. You know what I'm saying, huh? That's Harvard adjacent. Harvard and Washington was four corners. Okay, all right, cool. You know that, right? Cool, cool. So it, I had a little something to do so, with yeah. Harvard, but oh, it wasn't the school. <laughs> like so, so, and then... um, RSOs before the source? Yeah. And oh, already, wow. already yeah. managed by Flavor Unit? Um, no, no uh, that came after. Okay. But, but the, the, I think the RSO got established in 85, and the the, the, the RSO's probably like 84. Maybe so you know, it's 83. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like we you first. You know, as long as I knew you, I didn't know that. I thought the source came. No, I, no, I, you yeah. just fucked me up just now. Yeah, okay? Almighty Hour So. And then actually, Dave, the first time we met Dave, how we met Dave was we was at a radio station that went that Wendy Williams graduated from, Emerson mm. College. Mm. Like all the, there's a lot of. Bean? Yeah, in Boston. Emerson College is where everybody went to college to be a radio right. DJ or whatever. Broadcasting. Yeah, I think Stephen Hill went. I think a few people went there. Mm. Um, so. They would do this thing where um, it was it was like, what do you call those things where people pick up the phone and, you, and, and they get money for you? Um, it's like, telemarketing. Tele- oh, okay. Telemarketing. Yeah, so yeah. people were there telemarketing, getting money, trying to raise it for the uh, station. Right, raise funds. And, they, and Dave came down. We was there, all the down there performing live. Mm. And Dave came down and interviewed us. That was the first mm. time ever. It was no source, nothing. 
That's he it. interviewed for you for what? He interviewed us. He wanted to come meet us because he had his own radio show at mm. Harvard. Mm. And that's how the show started. Is it Toronto specifically? Uh, that you're from? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm from, like, when it comes to Toronto, I'm technically more so from Brampton. Okay. So, mm. But, um, it's crazy because mm-hmm. I made sure, like my, I told my publicist, like I don't care. I know we gonna do the Breakfast Club and right. all the other shit, right. but I have to do drinks. Goddamn, make some noise! You got Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this is not an overnight thing for y'all. Like, a lot of people might see you, B-Dot, on uh, MTV or see, you know, Elliot on a Crown episode and see he he, he pulled off a Nicki Minaj or see he pulled off a Ross. And people thinking that this is, like, you know, just some overnight thing. I want want to describe it from the beginning for both of y'all, you know, whichever way y'all want to take it. From the beginning, how how did you fall in love with hip-hop and and get involved with journalism? You know, from Queens, right? So... It's always been part of uh, been part of where we at, you know mm. what I'm saying? So I just fell in love with listening to people like yourself, mm. uh, Nas. That guy's good. That Nori guy? That Nori guy. <laughs> I, had Nori's, I agree, man. I agree. Guys. I had Nori's pictures on my wall growing up, you know what I'm That's saying? All. So, That's you know, listening to, you know wow. listening to the greats. And when I went to college, I realized I could get a check off of it. And so what college like, you went to? I went to Delaware State University. Okay. I remember okay. you performed there yes, for the I homecoming. I, I never forget that. I was just about to say that. You was performing the homecoming in 2002. Yes, I did. And you was like, yo, Del State, it's hot as jail in the state. I get it. I definitely remember. That. Yeah, so State, I was there for that. The girls are easy out there. It's very true. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. I'm married now, so so, so. How about you, um, um, Elliot? You've been a little bit more seasoned in the game. Yeah. Well, same um, thing. Growing up in Queen, right. Run DMC, LL. Mm. Like those were like the blueprint. Like mm. and, you know, loving hip hop, and then you know, probably first seeing the source that you could like have a magazine. It. Is that the first the time you wanted to like? Because you know, because because um, being a fan of the culture, yeah. and like, because you know, a lot of people who watch basketball. There's yeah. not a lot of people who can they actually cover it. basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, no, what, it started with sports yeah. with me. My father wanted me to be mm. a baseball player because oh, wow. he want, his dream was to play baseball. Oh wow! So he actually wanted to name me Roberto Clemente. Oh, oh yeah. I could have been oh, Roberto shit. Clemente. No, that would have been all. That would have been all. You Puerto Rican? No, I'm, uh, my father's 
black. <laughs> and my mom is Ecuadorian and Greek. Um, he just like the birthday girl. So then he said <laughs> Elliot Wilson Jr. Like also Frank Sinatra. We used to have a shit. park right here in Winwood, Roberto. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I grew up playing sports, a lot of baseball growing up. And then by the time I got 15, 16, I was like, I'm not good enough to like go pro. Like I'm right. good, but I ain't outstanding and shit. Right. Um, so I looked at sports writing. Remember like going mm-hmm. uh, Warner Wolf, let's mm-hmm. go to the videotape and uh-huh. Howard Cell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Like I got attracted to that. I was like, oh, maybe I could do that. I could be a sports reporter. I could be a sports writer. Um, and then when, you know, I started losing more interest in sports, the music and seeing that the music could be documented, mm. you know, just excited me. And I was like, that really was my only career goal. I tell people, my only, my first career goal was to be music editor of the source. Wow. I wanted to be, I wanted to get all the albums before every, anybody else got the albums. Wow. And I wanted to give the mics out. Wow. That was my only dream. So the source was. Um, and I did that at twenty five. So the source was already popping <laughs> prior to you. Um, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know. But that. I remember they were they weren't as big as I thought they were. Okay. But I, but at the time, like, cause I had ego trip. I had an independent right, thing yeah. going on with yeah. Sasha Jenkins. With Sasha Jenkins, big. Yeah. Up. So we did. We thought the source once they got national, they were so far ahead. Right. You know. Right. And I was. And again, I just fell in love. I thought because it was the first. Like I want again. I wanted that position. I saw Reginald C. Dennis mm. with the shades and like. The whole thing of like getting access to the music. That's the whole thing about the streaming era. All fans now is get all this access to the music. Whatever DSP they sign up to. And like it's that's a cool to be like, in a mixtape. You know, DJ. back in the day, like Nori, I got you. Remember when you album was rolling out your album, your solo album, they sent like a four track sample. Yep, yep. A sample. Uh, Cypher Sounds and uh, yeah. Funk Flex. Actually. So it had, we, I had it even before that because right. it was sent it to the label. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, to the, to the pub, uh, publicity department, sent it to the magazine. Right. So at NORE, I think it had Body in the Trunk. Uh, uh, I believe uh, so. I had Body yeah. in the Trunk, it had Super Thug. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, right. this is like Nori. Like, right. fuck, like, I want to take it from the beginning because obviously all of y'all are are from this like the Swisher House movement, right? So in the beginning, because um, I heard you used to write uh, 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 Pimp C letters and things like that. But in the beginning, how did you yeah. get started? How how did you find your love for the music? Uh, me and Chameleon, we grew up together on the same street. I knew him my whole life. Uh, we both was introduced to hip hop around the same age, around the same time, through the, through the same era of, uh, especially of Texas artists that inspired us. Mm. You know, because at that time there wasn't, if we look on the TV or turn on the radio, there wasn't a lot of people from where we're from that were professional in music. Besides, like, like a that. rap a lot. Yeah, ra- rap right, a lot. Even right. then, it was like I, I, when you're living in Houston and you see, like, you turn on the other. Uh, you turn on TV, whatever, you see kind of like how people treat rap a lot sometimes. We always kind of felt like we got the short end of the yeah, stick. Yeah. We being kind of Houston. Mm-hmm. Like maybe being it was so centrally located at the South, at the bottom of the Midwest. You know, we're in the South, but we're far West on the South. So we're right. kind of removed from kind of what goes on sometimes in Florida or, yeah, we or felt Georgia. Like that in Miami. Yeah. yeah. So right. it's like, you know, and although we have a lot of similarities, it was like, man, you know, we... Y'all are a different part of the South. Like Pimp yeah. said, he said that he considered he considered that the South, like Texas, because yeah. of the different time zone. Right, right. Do, do you do you agree with that statement, or that was just? Wrong? I mean, me personally, <laughs> I never looked at the time zone as being a reason for where being right. in the South, because there's plenty of people in the Central Time Zone. Is you know, right. Chicago's the Central Time Zone, and that right. ain't the South. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just it, it's just more the Southwest. But even then, you know, California is the Southwest. Right. So because like, Texas seems so big, it feels West Coast sometimes. Yeah, you know, right. you yeah. look at it. Right. And, and, and the one thing that gets lost too is that inside of Texas, mm-hmm. we all got our own culture. So Houston and Dallas is a lot different. Wow. And if you add in San Antonio and Austin, all four of them places are four distinct different cultures 
within Texas. Some of the stuff we do share, you know, some of the same similarities. Austin oh, is like, a real town? Or the, or so only for South by Southwest. Well, I didn't know. Come on. I don't know. It's the capital, man. I'm happy we're all sick. God damn it. As far as I remember, you was the first person, not only representing Toronto, but representing- Where was Socrates from? He's from Toronto. So Socrates yeah, from Toronto. He was the I mean, first person I heard. Yeah, I, I didn't, I, I was wasn't it, aware. Were you guys from the same era, or was he right before you? There, so, there's a there's a lot of history, and this is kind of probably the only place where we can talk about it, and it would make sense. But um, Before me, like, you gotta, you definitely have to shout out, like, what I call, like, the Holy Trinity, which is uh, a female MC named Mishy Me. Mishy you know what I'm saying? Me, wow. So Mishy Me, she used to actually be signed to um to MC Light's father's label, First Priority. Oh, wow. So she was on First Priority. And wow. if you go back and check the lady's first video, mm. she ladies was one first. of them when you saw like Sweet Tea and first. all the rest of them. Ladies. She was in that video. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? The original. Yeah, she, she was. She was. She was. Nah, nah. Like, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah I'm <laughs> in the original. Yeah, yeah. Right. Morning Love yeah. and Queen Latifah. Yeah, like, she yeah, was yeah, in that yeah. video. And then you got to shout out, you know what I'm saying? The Dream Warriors, they were actually the first group from Canada to go uh, platinum internationally, you know what I'm mm. saying? So what's wild is like, if you do the knowledge, you know, shout out to Premier R.I.P. the Guru, but like Gangstar used to open up for them in Europe back wow. in the day, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, you know, shout out to Dream Warriors, but then there was also another rapper named Maestro Fresh West. Mm. Maestro Fresh West, he was the first dude um, to go platinum in Canada. Like we just celebrated uh, the 30 year anniversary, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, of, of him, him going had a, platinum. Of him going platinum. He's from Toronto as well. He's from Toronto as well. What's so his name? His name is Maestro. Maestro, Maestro Fresh West. Okay. It's wild because like and he's a rapper. He's a rapper, yo. Yo, trust me. Listen, back in the early '90s, yo, like we used to like bug out because he was one of the first to you know be able to do collabs. Like I remember he started rocking with like Showbiz and them. Wow. He started AG you know, Showbiz and yeah, yeah, crates. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. Make them up. Pick yep. them up. So, I mean, you know, shout out to all of them. But I mean, like, Mishy Me, also, if you go back and check, like, 87, she used to rock with, with BDP. Wow. Oh, damn. Because she's, she's you know, on. So Miss Melody? Uh, uh, Miss Melody? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is like she's Scott LaRock days. Wow. Like, KRS Scott LaRock days. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So like, and they Ms. have. Wow. Yeah, like, and they got joints together. And D nice in wow. them. Yeah. Now, Cypher, now, you started with Flip. DJs, flip DJs, flip I, I don't smoke weed, so, so I'm already high. Do I <laughs> no, no, because when I, I don't Google, know what he's talking about. Uh, when, and when I Google, you flip said, squad. Flip squad. That's do up, right? That's do up joint. That was flex. That was I thought do up was do ups. Yeah, do do up was in it. It was flex. Yeah, flip squad. But um, I thought flex was big dog pimples. I didn't know who that was. Big dog pimples was the later on. Oh, that's the second seafood y'all. All right, cool. All right, no problem. All right, cool. So you started out with 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 them? Yeah, I was like. Flex's intern mm. at the radio station, mm. and then uh, he put me in the flip squad, but it didn't last long, because then he left that whole system, whatever, and then started Big Dog Pitbull. It's crazy, I remember like Tip came in the studio one time I was in Patchwork when I was telling you that I was, um, uh, you know, one foot in, one foot out, right. and um, I was working on Trap or Die, and he came to Patchwork, which is like a famous studio in Atlanta, right. and he came and he walked in, he told me he was gonna come through, so he came through, he looked around, you know, I got the the the, um, the lounge going. I got my homies in there counting money. I got money in the vocal booth. You know, everything. He came, stood around, do this whole little thing. You know what I'm saying? Probably had I probably had about two million in the studio. Mm. Tip go. Let me talk to you for a minute. So he walked me in the bathroom. I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, yo, you know you can't do both, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make a choice. He's like, you're not gonna you're not gonna get away with both of these. Mm. Like, some something's gonna fall. Something he, 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 yeah, he's like, right. you're talented. You got talent. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you can pull this off. Mm-hmm. And um and, and in my mind, you know what I'm saying, I made a decision right then and there. And everybody that owed me when I was in the streets, I just threw my phone away. I ain't even called nobody for my money. Mm. I oh, made a decision shit. right. I went cold turkey. You know what mm. I'm saying? The craziest thing I ever did in my life. Cause I just lottery, knew, the motherfuckers. Yeah, but I knew he was right. Because <laughs> right. I, I wasn't going to walk away mm. like that. You know what I'm saying? But him telling me that, and I was already thinking that, just really made me go like, you're going to have to make a decision now or deal with the consequences later. Mm. And I made a decision and I walked away and I threw my phone away and everything that I had. I gave my people their money that I owed them and I was done. Mm. And I walked away. That was there. Like, it was wow. the best and worst decision of my life because, boy, yeah. when, them, when them new cars were dropping and I couldn't afford it, I was uh, like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? You forget Zeke is a major part. He started oh, this totally whole about Zeke. That's Joel's my Joel, Zeke was there before Joel's was even. Before we even acquired Joel's, you did? Zeke's. I ain't gonna lie, one night I had a, a show with Dipset <laughs> and Zeke said this story on um, on Vlad TV. And we went, and I, I was gonna say, I don't wanna say the person's name, but I'm gonna say it. It's Mike Lighty. And um, I went in and I knew the, the money was low. <laughs> and I got the money real quick. <laughs> don't tell me, don't. <laughs> Zeke and him said, you got big? I said, yeah, and I left. <laughs> See, you know, I was like, yo, y'all niggas went crazy. Listen, hold on, listen to me. No disrespecting no one. No disrespecting no one. All right. I, 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 I got to make sure this is the same night. <laughs> is that I? I know where you're going now. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you say it. I love, I love all the lady brothers. They helped us out a lot in right. our career. Right. You did? Yes. I know you're going. But if this is the night that led me to chasing him for two years straight <laughs> in and out of the clubs. Oh, I, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't know that just now. <laughs> I'm talking about high stepping chasing this nigga out of the clubs, bro. He jumping over tables, everything, bro. I didn't know over that. that one night, bro. I did not, I did not know that. You were, I did not know you would have took the money. I didn't know. I did not know you the reason we didn't get no money. This is fucked up. You are They used to be like, who's headlining? And I, 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 I used to know, fuck who's headlining. Go get the bread. And I got the bread. And Zeke said, and this is Zeke. This is Zeke. Zeke, Zeke looked at me and said, why are you the only nigga happy? <laughs> and he said, you got paid? And I said, yeah. And he was like, he said it on Vlad TV. This, I kid you not, this story. And yeah, I'm niggas. But he brought him, he brought you I don't want to say who they chased. They chased niggas. You don't want to hear the story, though? <laughs> it was Red Cafe. What's it? Let's be clear. I don't want, like, like I, I, I don't want to do it. Yeah, this nigga's crazy. Listen. All right, let's tell the story. Me and Black and Dawn go inside to get the money, because this is that when Cam's popping, I'm going to get Cam money. Uh-huh. Lighty in there. You know, he, he like, yo. We got the money, we tell me something. I'm like, he like, yo, you gotta wait till Monday on Monday in office, but he kinda giving me act like he kinda giving me out of school. He got 90 Brooklyn niggas behind him. Mike. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you, nah. The franchise. They was yeah. called the franchise. Nah, show. you nah. So you sure? Gravy in the middle. All of them start coming in there, everybody making their ugly face. Right? So like me and Black is 90 of these niggas. I'm like, Are you sure you wanna do this? Alright. I looked at Black, I said. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> we gotta get to the car. 
<laughs> Show these niggas exactly what goes down. Definitely don't remember this part of the story. So me and Black back up. We back all the way up to the door. We bust out the door. We start running. <laughs> Everything come out. Them niggas start coming. Them niggas, everybody get robbed. You, 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 you. Give me everything. Snatch and chain, slap the niggas. Yo, bro. Talk about niggas getting pistol with everything. I'm like, bro, this shit went real left, real fast. Because of this piece of shit right here. Bro. Bro. Get mad because people get at you because you know he did reggae tone. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad. And now look at everybody and doing, reggae doing reggae tone now. Everybody wants Jay Howard. My friend, me. One of my, <laughs> I told you, I didn't Hold like on, get you really? I'll get you next. One of yeah, my best friends, number. Fat Joe, called me mm. and said, Adios, Stop Mio. it. Really? <laughs> Stop it right now. Wow. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> Do not continue with this. My other friend to the left of me walked in the room and said, I don't fuck with that shit. No, nah, that's not the way it happened. <laughs> in my mind, it did. Nah, I went to I went to Hood Lab Circle in New York. House? I was hanging out. Oh, this no, is in New York. Hood Lab in New okay, York. Okay. I was filming. We was always filming, and then you did a verse, and it sounded. Definitely. Okay. You know what? You know, I, in, you know what? I, it, it's so bad to pat myself on the back. Yeah. But I was ahead of my time. Mm. Mm. The thing you was, for it. the thing was, I went. We was banned from Hot 97. Right. Woo. CNN. CNN was banned. Now, when from you clack a in front of the building. In front of the, <laughs> who started a radio station? I was not there, by the way. <laughs> But, no way, so we're, you know, we're, we're, right? I, I was on the Suessa Highway. Okay. But we're yeah. from Hot 97. Thank everyone there. I was definitely Thank God for traffic. Yeah, okay. thank God for traffic. So I'm there from Hot 97, and the only way they could reintroduce us was through this reggae thing. Mm -hmm. So we did a, a reggae with Rain Wonder and Lexus. Mm. Girl, you want to take my life. You look, you look Jamaican. Look at you. Look at you. So that was how they started to reintroduce us. So I knew when I got to Jamaica, I loved this island. Mm. It was just one problem. This just isn't my island. Mm. I love the island life. Jamaica taught me the island life. I just knew that a part of me belonged somewhere else. The island life period, Jamaica taught me it. Yeah. Like that was the first time I said, you know what? I'm going to fall in love with the island. But I just knew it wasn't mine. So I had to go to mine. Mm -hmm. And I winded up in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And when I winded up in Puerto Rico, I found this amazing music that yeah. no one fucked with in America. Right. So I got back to and I couldn't believe DJ Enough and Camillo and these guys wasn't playing it. That's crazy. But I look like a hit to them when I'm saying it. I'm like, yo, you gotta play you gotta play Daddy Yankee. They're like, who? <laughs> Daddy Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this guy Dago got the road Tango is the shit. The They're like, ooh, ooh Dago. <laughs> And then Don Omar, they're like, yo, these names are wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at yeah. that time, the names sound wild. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 but you but know you why? But you had seen it. No, you know why? I saw it with Pharrell. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I brung Pharrell to Jay. I brung Pharrell to Nas. Mm -hmm. 
and they both had this similar story. Yeah. One asked why his shirt was so tight, and the other <laughs> asked why his choker was so tight. You're right. A lot of tightness. Forget which 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 one was which. Yeah. But then two years later, after oh no, because remember, Perot didn't just blow up after Super Thug. A no. lot of people think no. that no. what 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 came out and he went off. People was people thought we were both lucky. Yeah. yeah. So people didn't rush yeah. towards him at first. People yeah. was like, oh, okay. And then oh no came out. Then that's when Mr. came with. Back your ass! Yeah, right. Right, so Mystical was the first one, and then the big dogs Mm -hmm. came. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you, here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But... This was for Rockefeller. Hope still was on payday. My nigga. Ooh. Still was on payday. So I'm telling my moms, tell Hope right there. So my moms did some bullshit. She told Hope, yeah, he in the room with some chick. So Hope, like, all right, Miss V, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Never, they never tell me. So I'm in the room, you know, watching a little DVD with a little <laughs> chick. Don't tell me Hope come through like Joe Clark. Hope came in the crib. Like, like Came in the room, me. like this, boom, bust in the room. Yo, my nigga, this what you want to do? Kick my bitch out, no lie. Yo, shorty, you had to go. What was her name? I feel like her name was Cindy. (laughs) (laughs) Cindy do that. I ain't gonna do that, though. I can't do that. Yeah, kick the bitch out, right? Hood bitch, kick the bitch out. That's when Hov gave me the realest speech ever, and it changed everything. That's when I was like, yo. I'm never going to fall out of line again. You ready? Everybody put your seatbelts on because I'm ready There's for no the speech. Bullshit. Yeah, what's the speech? You got to no, tell no us the speech. He looked me in my eye. That nigga said, yo, I've been calling you all day to come to the studio. Mm. I'm trying to give you the opportunity to change this, right. to change your family life out there. Mm. This what you want? This what you want? You want to be in the crib with these thoughts in the hood? You know, it wasn't thoughts then. It was thoughts. It was definitely yeah. like jump off. Yeah, baby. little, little skios. Yeah, like or, it was skios yeah, yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, you want to be with the skios in the hood right. and shit? He was like, nigga, I'm trying to give you the opportunity to change everybody's life in this apartment right now. He was like, remember one thing. I'm rich already. I don't need you. You need me, nigga. And got up out the crib and left. I got chills in my body. Work. I think we gotta drop the little off your name. I think you just OG Wayne at this point. I appreciate it. Oh, 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 can I roll with that for now? Man, you know, OG Wayne. You, you call me whatever, man. You know you're OG, <laughs> yeah, come on, OG Wayne. We calling you OG Wayne. Yo, but do you realize like a, 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 a whole generation you influenced? Like like I, I, yeah, I realize it. I, God damn it, make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you're playing six people with seven people, nigga, this is an impossible movie.
Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did it. Mm-hmm. Like, it almost killed me. I, how about this? This was the work schedule. I'd wake up at 2.30 in the morning, wow. and my assistant could attest to this. Yeah. 2.30 in the morning, I'd go to sit in makeup for seven and a half hours. Mm. After seven and a half hours, I would work sometimes 16 to 18 hours after the seven hours I've been there. Yeah. Mm. So we're on 23 hours. Then I would take, and they would have the hour and a half to take the makeup off. Mm. I would go home, I would sleep two and a half hours and have to be back on set to do the same shit the next day. Mm. That's work. God damn, make some noise, man. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, Michael Jackson. They shit. One thing I learned about life, man, like you gotta put yourself in a position that you can do what you want when you want. You feel what I'm saying? Right, like right. it's gonna be working for people and, and having to meet quotas right. and deadlines because that's a company. I'm building my own company, you feel right, me? Right. So it's like I got other shit going on too. So it's like shit, if I feel like making music, I'm gonna make music. If I feel like making history, yeah. I'm gonna make some motherfucking history. I don't God. need no permission for that shit. God damn it. God damn it, make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> the will to win. Mm. See, the thing is, there's about me in the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. I was willing to die doing something that I love. Mm. So if you're willing to die to do something that you love, mm. 99% of the time, you're going to come out on top. Mm. So just like Kobe Bryant, right. Michael Jordan. Killer instinct. You know, got to take the shot, even if you miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fearless. You got to take the yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this, and it, and it's crazy. Right. You know, even like I'm saying, like when you look back at my career, you mm-hmm. say, who done the, from the, from the beginning of boxing to now? Who's doing Floyd Mayweather numbers? Mm-hmm. Who's doing Floyd Mayweather numbers? No. Then you got everybody want to fight Conor McGregor, and mm-hmm. I know you're going to get to that. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, I got so that. I know yeah. you want to get now. Yeah. Now everybody want to take the Floyd Mayweather route. Right. You know, you got to realize this. I got my own fucking defense, man. Mm-hmm. That's the Mayweather. I got my own style in boxing. That's the Floyd Mayweather style. What is that shit? Oh, and the thing, the, you know, and the, the thing shoulder is roll, this. The shoulder roll. I've been trying to do that and, for and, and 25 years. <laughs> I don't care. My dad taught, my dad taught me the shoulder roll. Mm. But the thing is this. I don't care. And I'm not talking about my dad. I don't care who done it first. Mm. It's mine because I mastered it. This is the part I get to race. So Jay mm-hmm. said... Uh, you had an argument, you had a fight. Yeah, Jay was like, I don't know. I was like, yo, that, that girl Rihanna's dope. Been playing it on the radio, getting good reaction. I think you should sign up. And it was like a little iffy, like, I don't know, maybe the song might be bigger than her. Mm-hmm. Not sure, we had an argument. I'm like, I'm telling you, she's dope. I'm thinking Caribbean vibes. That's a good point, though. That's a good point, the song what? being bigger than her. The, the song time. was bigger it's than good, her at the time. Point. It's a good point. She definitely. Surpassed all of that. Right. Yeah, at the okay. time, that song was way bigger. Right. A lot of people come out with a song like that and they never could yeah. follow it, right? Yeah. So we had this argument, and I'm thinking Caribbean vibes. I'm like, I could break this artist because right. that's what I do. Like, Wait, but Jay's, Jay's at the helm of Def Jam at this point. That's why president. he doesn't have an argument. He was the president of so Def Jam. Did he have Rock La Familia at that time too? Uh, yeah, no, no, this is no. after that. This is after that. It was a, it was forming at the same time together. And to this day, it's probably off my favorite tour because. We, we were both coming up together. Y'all was on Undertaker, I was on Penalty. And now we're both on Def Jam. We're both like these dudes. But old boy is number one, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then homeboy is number one, Friday. So, 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 so we got a- Back and forth then. So we got a, um, with, like, I'm gonna be honest. To me, being Cam is the Jay-Z and the Nas of our generation. No, y'all did that. Please, please, can, no, can you do that? that. Listen, I got, I, like, 
to me. 100%. Yo, a platinum artist, hands yep. down. Every yep. album y'all put out went platinum. Yep. This shit was a, and yep. it, was, it was at a different time when uh-huh. certain artists wasn't going platinum. Right. You Talk that shit, Jeff. Talk Some that of shit, the Jim. biggest artists that people look up to right now mm. in that moment, mm. in the 90s, mm. in that tone yeah. era, mm. wasn't going platinum. It might have been hot. Uh-huh. It might have been fly. Mm. But not going platinum. Wasn't right. going platinum. Mm. Mace was going platinum. Nori was going platinum. Cam. Cam was going platinum. DMX was going platinum. Yep. That's about it. From New York. I would say Nelly and Eminem, but well, you I know. Said they, from New York. He okay. said from New York. I'm sorry. Yeah. You heard? I apologize. From Let New me York. pay attention. From New York. Yeah. I apologize. Continue. Hope was a different category. You yeah. gotta relax. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's going platinum. But he's, oh, he's a different right. category. No, no, different. It took him a while to go platinum. Like, he didn't start off going platinum. Like, he took that going gym. platinum, and there's no shots at Hope. He's a fucking billionaire. But his main battle was. Making it to be platinum. Right. He had the platinum rolling, right. they had everything, but right. it was hard for him to make platinum. Right. And then when he finally made platinum, he stayed there. Yeah. It only got better and iller and way triller. You did? Right. That shit, but in that era, he was in the same fight as all of us trying to Talk get that to that platinum. There was a, a group of them, but Hove was a little bit older. He already had put his game down and shit like that. We it's came true. in in 97 and 98. Yep. Hove and them was already there from 94 and 95 when Big and all them niggas mm. were shaking and shit mm. like that. We mm. came in at the tail end in the 90s and burnt that shit down. Yep. There was yeah. only a few people that could have went to the tunnel and shut it down. Right. Rockefeller, yep. Nori, Cam, yep. DMX. Real shit? Real shit. Murdy, Murdy, uh, um, Murdy and, and Rough Riders. Well, DMX. You said DMX. Same thing. Yeah. And Murdy Inc. Yeah, Murdy Inc. Yeah. Ja Rule was getting stupid busy. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Platinum too. Yeah, yeah. He was going extra platinum. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Talk that shit, Jim. Talk that shit, Jim. Talk that was on a different train back then. Urban. Show Jay and them how to get to the platinum. And he trains. brought DMX into the building. One hundred percent. You did. Remember, right. we, I was all in the building studying everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything once they got us in that building. I just was in there soaking up all the game to the to the point I could make some money. I figure out how to make some money. Yo, know, you a real good um, you a real good host. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying because I was watching you, I'm like, you know what, Nori got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nori know how to ask the questions. Ooh. He knows how to still be kind. <laughs> he knows how to like you know how to you know how to d- deliver like the, the beginning statement and then at right at the end when you think you're going this way, you all the way over here. <laughs> Successful because <laughs> because you are guiding the show. Right, right. You are well, guiding. You. I, I, I appreciate you, that. You definitely driving the yacht. <laughs> now it depends on what the question is. Right. <laughs> it depends on what the question is. It depends on what the question is. Cash money, tarot. Or um. <laughs> now nah, I'm joking, man. You know. As a friend for years, I've been seeing like you've been acting Bobby Brown, Brown. <laughs> and, and I just always wanted to tell you, nigga. I, you never, I never was light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. That's why when niggas say that, I be like, man, I don't act like that. I be seeing niggas that act like that. I'm like, I don't act like that. Oh my god. In your mind, you thought you could take Nas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's get straight to the point. Do you feel like Evo tried to cut you out? Do you feel like that's just fuck it? Fuck it, take the band-aid right off. We you don't drink safe, so it's no need to build up to this shit. It's no need to do it. You know what I mean? We're gonna try to get Mr. Official. Drink a monster though. A little anemic. We're gonna get you to get a monster drink. But let's just be clear. Cypher, this was your morning show. I'm a morning person. I woke up in the morning. Yeah, you always used to call out. I always used to call out. I was um um and just one morning it was the morning show. Yeah. And then the next morning. It was Ebro's yeah. morning show. Yeah. You had to feel a certain type of way. Nah. No. Come on, no. man! Come on! I, I this is drink chips, bro. I this, know. Yeah, come on. I don't, I don't feel any type of animosity towards anybody for shit like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of different reasons. But essentially, let's break it down for the people that don't know. Sorry to cut you off because I want the people, but I want the yes. people to understand where I'm coming from. Yes. Essentially, this was somewhat your boss. He no, was the he, PD. He was 100% my he boss. Was the, he was the boss. Yeah. People don't understand. This is all programming. So don't listen to social media. Listen to fucking people. I know where the laughs are. And mm -hmm. I would never do something. If I tell a joke and 300 people walk out, mm -hmm. that's a bad joke. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. If I do a joke and one person walks out mm -hmm. out of 300, mm -hmm. nigga, that's... That's a damn good joke. That's just a sensitive motherfucker right there. So I'm going to tell that's why you do the clubs that's and that's why you do the coffee shops because yeah. you're working all that material out yeah. anyways. Yeah, but nowadays they put it online right. and then you get fucked up for saying stupid shit. But the comedians, we're going to say stupid shit if we're trying to get to good shit. Now, it's one thing if you do like a special and you go, this is my refined material right. and now I'm ready to present this to the world. But somebody getting you on stage while you're, you're in the thought working process out, of creating, right. you have to say Stupid shit to good to the good shit. Right. So mm -hmm. we have to, you know, I, I gotta be unforgivable and just go. I'm not apologizing for shit. It's overlooked in this game how hard it is to stay relevant, and how hard it is to have ten years in this game and still be who you are. So many people think they do survive those ten years, but they turn into a whole different type of animal, yeah. a different type of objects, and the further they get, and that's dope. I get it. I get what 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 changed. This it should be changed, but it's something that should not never change is that we're superheroes. And the thing that we dedicate to our community when we you know, put our face, I can't never take my face off and go to McDonald's and say I'm off. Mm -hmm. We can't never do that. Like this is a 24 hour job even when we're not at it. So I want y'all to know that I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, you're a real big figure. Like you're, you're a really appreciate big that. figure. And it's such a precedence when you said, you know, you got an album coming out, Funeral, on January 31st, correct? And um, you come to see black media, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what we quote unquote is right now is, you know what I mean? We, but we hood media and we hip hop media, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing is, when when you come and see us, it's it's such a it's such a blessing. It's such a it's such a it's such a precedence that you know what we can control our own shit. Exactly. We don't have to go outside. Yeah. You know, big up to Ellen and big up to you know Trevor Noah and all them. You know, we great, great, great to see these guys exactly. as well. But when you come to drink champs first, it's just a precedence. Well, and guess what? Well. We Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com.
Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.